Welcome to the first episode of Life Sucks Podcast with Patrick and Chelsea. Love that intro. That was a very good intro to our first ever episode. What's your intentions with this podcast? To be honest with you, um, I feel like we've been going on about having a podcast for over a year. Yep, right? we do so like to talk. We do like to talk. Instead of just talking about having a podcast, we're actually sitting down and doing it. Mm-hmm. So intentions are pretty much to just record our conversations that we're having on a daily basis oh, anyway yeah. right a lot of the things we talk about are very deep they're very mm-hmm. they, they involve revolve around self-help yeah. self-discovery personal development you know self-improvement yeah. i just, mean we're not for everyone but yeah for we sure we talk about the kind of things i enjoy listening to yep human and, psychology human behavior yep all those kind of things so and hopefully some people agree or disagree but i think you know the yep. whole purpose of being a human is we don't all have to agree yep on the I, same things i agree with that same way we don't all have the same experiences yep we don't and so that's why we decided to you know just go for it and then start this podcast hopefully some of the information we're sharing and stories are relatable and we're adding some resonate. value mm-hmm. yeah re- resonate with people and hopefully some of the things we're sharing this podcast gonna help some people out there so that's my intention what about yourself what, what kind of intentions would you I have i agree with everything you said i yeah. enjoy talking to you i enjoy getting deep yeah i enjoy speaking what's that's on what my mind and very funny yeah and i think it's just why not yeah. record it and put it out there i mean if it doesn't go anywhere that's totally fine yeah. i enjoy the conversation yep yeah. and if it does well then even better and hopefully it helps someone along the way or makes them feel heard or seen makes them feel heard or seen i i totally agree with that because i think one thing that social media and in the society we live in the civilization we live in has such a big way of being separated from each other you know i feel like humans for centuries for for thousands millions i don't want to say millions because <laughs> i don't know how old you know hum, humanity is but we've been We've been tribal animals, tri- tribal, you know, creatures for as as long as it goes back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these days we, we're very separated. We're very, you know, we're, we're on the opposite side of united when it mm-hmm. comes to society, whether, whether it's social media and all those things. So I, I would love to bring some people together when it comes to this podcast and just help people understand that whatever they're going through is completely valid and they're not alone. We, me and you both been through some let's call them experiences in life <laughs> trauma trauma experiences and, and struggles and pain and yeah um i think a lot of people can relate with that because oh yeah i mean i think everybody experiences trauma and whether it's normal trauma whether it's severe trauma or whether it's even privileged trauma yeah i like that people still experience trauma yep and all trauma is valid all trauma is in a way helping you become who you are in life yeah you know it definitely shapes you for who you are it shapes you who you are and and realistically speaking like that's why we came up with the name life sucks it's not supposed to be negative we're not trying no, to intend it no so it's supposed it. to be negative but it's truthful because yep life sucks and i think when i truly had that awakening was when we lost someone we love very much mm-hmm and that pain hits you so deep and so hard mm-hmm. that 
you almost just don't even know why you're alive because mm. and i actually remember having this conversation with you in the midst of tears yeah was i said something along the lines of what's the point of living if it's only to suffer yeah but the truth is is if that suffer that loss was inevitable it's always going to happen that's the one thing we can absolutely guarantee in this life is we're going to die the people we love are going to die and i know that sounds morbid but it's the truth and if we lived more like that was going to happen we would love harder we would connect more we would try harder and i think it made me realize that if i didn't have to experience this loss now i would have never got to experience the love and she was here and the truth is is i would take this pain for the rest of my life for even one single day with her yeah i i mean you, so you... life sucks yeah trauma sucks losing people sucks life sucks but if it didn't suck the good moments wouldn't feel good yeah it wouldn't be worth it i, I hit the nail on the head with that so we're referring to our loved angel dog princess yep. who mm-hmm. we lost um princess was she was even she was her. yeah she was she your, was um i mean she, she saved me she she was in your life since you were what how old were you i think i was 14 14 so you were 14 years old when you got this you know tiny little dog i mean this is the smallest yeah. dog and i say to this day that i genuinely believe whatever you believe in higher power god universe i believe she was made yeah. and sent to me at a time i needed her the most yeah i think she saved my life i think you were meant to meet her when you met her and i mm-hmm. she had a huge impact on our life yeah she's had that honestly not just us many people's lives and mm-hmm. i think that's the the beauty of animals is yeah beauty of animals they be- can beauty change of our lives b- and- being alive and like you said uh, she's been in your in, in your life for for almost 14 years right yep she's been in my life for nine years almost she was in it longer and, than she wasn't yeah for sure and um like you said there's just so much impact with that and then that was the first time i personally ever yeah it was my first close. Lo- real loss Thank- yeah. thankfully so far i haven't lost anyone in my family that is a severe loss like my parents or anything but it was yeah. my first severe loss and it was the first time i hang i i hung in that that what would you call it that line between complete and utter depression of Mm. i can't get out of bed because i'm grieving so much yeah to you need to get yourself out of bed yeah and you need to change your mindset or this is going to kill you Mm. and i know some people listen to my like it's a dog but I know that there will be people listening and understand exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Especially maybe the people who see animals in a way that they've maybe been neglected in ways in their life and mm. are misunderstood or not felt loved and then animals give them that. So yeah. they have that connection. Mm-hmm. But no matter what it is, no matter whether it's your pet or your, a family member or whoever, I think, you know, at one point we all experience that person that we feel like saves us. Yeah. And that attachment of you know yeah for sure and i completely agree with what you're saying here because it's again an open-minded conversation when it comes to oh mm-hmm. you know some people might think the same about losing a family member regardless whether it's a dog or, or a it's human. what it means to you it's not it's, it's, it's not the, the purpose yeah. it's not humans over animals or yeah. animals over humans it's, it's purely what that connection whether that yeah. be an animal whether that be a human it's what it means to you yeah as a person and i feel like you know that was the first time i ever got close alongside with you 
to feeling that kind of pain and, and loss mm-hmm. before and like you've mentioned i mean it was just a horrible horrible experience that i unfortunately am gonna have to go through alongside with you multiple times not yes. only with our animals right because mm-hmm. we've got we've got we're animal people we've we got three more dogs three more dogs a cat. a cat is literally sitting above us and we've got a a, a parrot mm-hmm. they are upstairs. children <laughs> They, they are like our children you know we we treat our we treat our like pets like we, we don't have children mm-hmm. of our own even though you know we've we've fostered um your your sister yeah, for many years so period of our life yeah so so we foster parents we, we know what it's like to be parents but oh 100 percent nigh at the minute we for for time being we have just our pets who mm-hmm. we consider as children you know we we look after them and, and stuff obviously um but the point of this the, the point i'm trying to make here is that that was the first time I ever felt that pain. And unfortunately, it's not the last time, including, you know, losing my... I, I'm very lucky to have both my grandparents in my life yeah. alongside with you and, and all those things. So um, it's, it's, again, like you said, yeah. it's not about making this morbid and, and doom and gloom. No, but-, but it's about understanding that, like, the title, Life Sucks, and mm-hmm. you either let the suckiness of life pull you in and mm-hmm. destroy you yeah. from the inside out or you come to the understanding that these things are inevitable that there's going to be days hours there's going to be weeks there's going to be months there's going to be even a year of your life that is going yeah. to suck mm-hmm. but it's not always going to be that way and sometimes you can't have the suck you, sorry you can't have the happiness, mm-hmm. the love, the memories without life sucking. Yeah, exactly. And it is inevitable that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like that quote from the documentary Stutz, it goes like, the only thing that is, you know, inevitable part of life mm-hmm. is constant work, pain yeah. and uncertainty. And the more someone can accept that in their life, the happier they ultimately yeah. become. And a breakdown of that. Yeah. Do you want to break down exactly what that means is in the first one? Work? Yeah, so constant it, work. So You're always I mean, going to be working on yourself? Yeah, whether that's physically, mentally, or spiritually, you, you're always going to have mm-hmm. to put in some work. Because, like, let's you're, look it's at It's not a, a one-fix-all. You're not going to no. cure your trauma and then that's it for the rest of your life. Yep. It's a daily... It's a daily... Being a human is hard work. The way, the, the way you know, like, I, I was explained, which was a really good metaphor for me that really landed with me, was, like... You know the way Navy SEALs constantly train. They're always on train. They're always mm-hmm. doing practices. They're always doing rehearsals and, and training and whatever else. It doesn't mean there's always going to be a time where, you know, there's war or, or they're going out yeah. to battle or whatever, right? But it doesn't mean they're not prepared for it. So yeah. it's like constantly preparing yourself. And not in the way that, like, you're constantly preparing for, like, loss and pain and suffering. But it's simply, and I hate saying this because I feel like that saying has been ruined. But, like, you're on a journey. You know, enjoying the journey for what it is and, and yeah. working on, on, on yourself, whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, yeah. is part of that journey. So the more we can embrace that and enjoy the process of building yourself up, making yourself stronger physically, mentally, is, is all a process. And the more we can start being like, okay, I'm going to enjoy doing that, right? Even though a lot of times the working process might not be the most pleasurable, right? I mean, we both actively try to go to the gym i personally not a big fan of the gym myself i 
I, I don't I respect the people that say oh you know it's it's how you feel after you get out of the gym some it's, people's therapy yeah it's some people's mm -hmm. like oh I love when you get out of the gym it's so good I feel like shit going to the gym like on the way while I'm working I feel like shit and after I get out I feel like shit I never have the benefits of going and physical yeah. exercise it does not make me feel good but I'm doing it for the long term long term work yep keep my body active keeping it healthy and just simply getting most out of life mm -hmm. right this is this is the the human vessel that i'm yeah. placed inside of and i want to make sure i'm keeping a strong active healthy decent diet drink of water all those things yeah it's constant work so whether it's physical work mental work yeah spiritual work you're always working you're always secondly, working secondly what was the second one again the second one was pain, pain. constant pain constant pain yeah whether again physically yep mentally the loss of someone, the mm -hmm. pain of things not going your way, the yeah. simply you know, waking up and having a shit day, regardless if you're having a shit yeah. day at work or if you got a phone call about something happened to one of your loved ones, like you mentioned, it's it's just it's inevitable. Isn't inevitable pain it's, is that's inevitable. gonna happen? So mm -hmm. reality is again we have to accept that. Mm -hmm. And you know, and even if you aren't like going through the suffering and pain and challenges, then it's also important having that balance in your life by providing that for yourself right yeah. so personally speaking i you know you know me i've i've been like i i i suffer in, inside of a comfort zone like i need to be out of my comfort zone at all time like i need to constantly do something that makes me feel uncomfortable cold plunging like i've mentioned physical pain you know putting myself out there by struggling by by putting physical suffering on myself right or whether it's like getting out of my comfort zone, trying to overcome fear of judgment, fear of rejection, all those things. It's like purposely seeking that discomfort because mm -hmm. on, it's, it's, you have to understand that yeah. that pain, even though it's inevitable and even though it might be really uncomfortable and really like the last thing you want to wish on, your, on yourself, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's almost like a key component to your, to your growth yeah. and success. But also a lot of your trauma in life was being put out of your comfort zone yeah so in a way being out of your comfort zone is actually being in your comfort zone when you look yeah. at it as well you know? yeah i feel like you know it's a perception like a lot of people we, we've been conditioned in our society to believe that happiness and you know pleasure all those things comfort get as comfortable as you can i feel like at a certain point of our evolution we got the point where now it's like okay it's getting too comfortable, right? The society we live in, I mean, with a flick of a button, we've got heating on. You know, if, if you're listening to this, hopefully you have all the basic human needs, right? Shelter, water, access to food, all those things. But even going past that, like how much stimulation we have when we have free time, we're watching TV on our screens, on our mm -hmm. phones, on our laptops, playing video games, you know, all those things, drinking alcohol, eating junk food, like all these comforts, like our our human wheel like the, the the hamster human wheel is like almost exploiting the comfort so sometimes i feel like we're getting at a point where it's almost like it's getting too comfortable for us so we purposely have to seek that pain and seek that dis discomfort ourselves by you know doing all yeah. those things like like i've mentioned from personal experience mm -hmm. um but yeah but it's it's you have to understand that if you're not doing that if you're not accepting the suck and the, and the pain and all those things you're most likely not grow as a person yeah right you're not going to evolve as a person mm -hmm. you're not going to develop those superpowers that 
like you've mentioned traumas provide you yep and what was the third one and the third and last one was so we said it was constant work Mm -hmm. it was pain and it was uncertainty uncertainty for sure you don't know where life is going to take you no you you don't know you don't even no matter how hard you try to plan it out one phone call one trip to the shop one day at work one walk down the stairs can completely change your life so a hundred percent we live in total uncertainty yeah so how, how would you break that down for someone who's listening and personally speaking from someone who's a recovering control freak right <laughs> i want to say because i had a lot of i was so out of my com you were so, so out of control in your childhood that you did, seek to be in control in your adulthood yes mm-hmm. so this is something i'm i'm processing to go through something and, i've literally watched you develop yeah and, you know conquer conquer in well the nine years i've been with you still, still conquering yeah of course but i mean constant work i can right? i literally seen it come yeah i seen the realization yeah and i see you battle it mm-hmm. yeah and, and and it's pretty much you know one of my key takeaways for that is when it comes to so much uncertainty and in the, in the world we live in today we really can't control a lot of things and i'm not just talking about the weather and like oh you know mm-hmm. what way it, this comfort is it comes down to really having to practice letting go instead of worrying about the control like controlling the external environment you can't it's a practice of letting go but one thing i find that really helps me with that is the practice of trusting the process Mm. because i think a lot of people will probably struggle with the living what if that happened to me life what if i you know if i could go back and i done this differently i made different decisions and well, what if we did this instead of we did that? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people are stuck in that mindset where they're just wishing they made different decisions. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it results in stealing yeah. away the present moment that they're in right now where life is actually happening. 100%. And you can also look at it like you can look at them things and think, well, why did that thing happen to me? Within reason, of course, I understand that it's extremely hard to look back on very traumatic events and, and have that mindset mm. but it's the same way you can look at a certain thing thing and think well why let's say you let's use us for an example you're supposed to move away to another yep. country yeah like us we were supposed to move to australia when i was 18 you were 19 just turning 19 though or was i still i was coming I think, 19 wasn't i, I think yeah you, you turned 19 i was coming 19 and you were 21 i was turning 21 turning 21 one yeah yeah and we decided that we were going to get our visas for australia we were going to move to australia mm-hmm. we were going to take a year or two years or whatever and kind of yeah you know live that life travel do all that yep. kind of stuff and one singular day we literally became foster parents mm-hmm. and you know you can look at it now and think well you know why did that happen? Why did I not get to go to Australia? But what I've actually learned by riding the wave mm-hmm. is the universe has shown me many reasons why mm-hmm. that didn't happen. And it's the same way you can look at it and think, well, maybe if we had to took that trip, mm-hmm. something actually bad would have happened to yeah. us, to someone else, to, you know, whatever. And that could have been life altering. Yeah. For sure. And sometimes you really have to look at it like some things happen for you. Yeah it isn't happening against you you don't know what that other road led to 
you know so i love, I love way you can look at it that's it's a great it's a great way to reflect on things because like you said a lot of times shifting the mindset from this is happening against me or this has happened you know yeah. it, it actually it's not Definitely happening to you it's happening for you very very guilty of the why is this happening to me yeah very sure. guilty of it for a long long time it's i actually kind of had the mindset when i was told it's happening for you disclaimer if you can hear that noise in the background that is our cat noki scraping the carpet he Do you let him out? is trying to get attention so he is scraping the carpet in case he needs to go for a shed or something <laughs> don't open the door but yeah just to just to go back on what you were basically saying there like it, we are we're all guilty of that mindset i think it's 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 some way of a, of a of a comfort to to feel like a victim in, in our life you know as, as humans we we I'm we back. are we are guilty of that um but you know like you said anything if we are going to be stuck in the past wishing we took a different route or made a different decision like all that doing is it not only creates like shame and puts you out of uh, like out of your empowerment and puts you in a disempowerment state mm -hmm. which is like you know the negative state the the victim mindset that yeah. i wish this happened instead of that and it's a, it's a slippery slope like mm -hmm. you have to always empower yourself in, in a way but like you know people will say to you but like how can you justify you know like losing a loved one happening for you like how could you say that and i'm not saying that right i'm not saying no. like those things are like they're happening just for you they're, no. they're, they're not happening just for you but the way i kind of learned to, to to have a mindset around this for example when we lost our dog it was never a point in time where i feel like all oh, happened for me to lose her in a way but the way i think about it is like okay what, what can i learn from this experience yeah right and like sitting down and whether you're journaling or meditating on it and it's like i'm just thinking about the situation it, it can brings... be sorry to interrupt you it can be something as simple okay. as showing you where you're not living yeah losing someone yeah exactly you and... know as simple as your dog passing away can show you not to say you didn't love them unconditionally when they were here or didn't do all the amazing yeah. things but it can also teach you okay god i went the way i looked at it was the way i still do which honestly it's it's astounding as a human to even feel this way but mm -hmm. the way i look at losing peewee was peewee is the short for princess yeah That's sorry print our dogs have a lot of nicknames princess was never princess unless she was, she was doing something wrong and then she was princess yeah she was peewee she was pee dog yeah she was yeah annoying Pinug. she was dog. <laughs> she was a lot of different nicknames but a huge name it, basically what her name was was peewee so what i'd realized was i woke up one morning mm -hmm. and it was the last morning i ever woke up to her yeah and when you go sorry it actually makes me emotional talking about it i appreciate you you know obviously sharing now because i when think you it's... go 14 years yeah waking up to someone going to bed to someone and then one day is the last time you go to bed with them yeah and the last time you wake up with them and you don't know that's going to happen you don't know it it shocked me and changed me to my core realizing that I could wake up one day and my life could be changed forever. Yeah. And I could experience pain like I've never experienced. 
I woke up at eight o- no half seven eight o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and by half nine, my life was completely yeah changed. And it was half nine. We'd learned that Pee Wee was sadly two yeah. seconds was passing away. Yeah, and it almost I can't. It was like an out of body experience because i couldn't fathom that i that that happened so unexpectedly so so life-changing but that's the point is you can just wake up and you do not know that that day is going to change your life exactly and and that's why i think it's like like we've mentioned you know that's why those things happen for you it's because one thing that i've learned from it is that you need to live to to, oh yeah because those things happen and you know one thing that like i said you one thing i asked myself is what can i learn from his experience yeah that's and, what i was trying to explain yeah. was obviously I, you know i had to tell the story but what i was trying to explain was what one of the things losing her taught me mm-hmm. was that i took that for granted yeah that i got to wake up to her every day mm-hmm. i took it for granted that i didn't know that my life can just change in a day yeah and I have learned that, and I'm very aware of that. Yeah, it's like the the, the awareness. The, it, yeah. It's like you, you, you notice a different sense of awareness. Like I said to myself that one thing I've learned from the whole mm-hmm. experience is like to never take our dogs for granted, right? Because yeah. again... You, you, I think men in general can yeah. be more... Yeah. I don't want to say quick-tempered, but more an- annoyed yeah. <laughs> by certain yeah. things, little things. You know, I, I would definitely let a lot of things, and it doesn't mean I'm not never going to let things get to me, because, you know, it's... Oh, no, you're it's, human. You know, it's still, there's there's not much... Um... Put it this way, it's kind of like our, if anyone out there has small dogs, understands it. Sometimes smaller dogs tend to be the appiest. Oh, they're the appiest, for sure. we had three Yorkshire Terriers, Yappy, yappy, yappy. Yep. And we have a very handsome bully breed, Draco the Staffy. Yep. And he is not so yappy. He's not so yappy. He's a- and one of the things that we learn is Pee Wee liked to bark. Oh, she liked to bark. She loved the sound of her own voice. She loved mm-hmm. it so much that she would become voiceless, voiceless sometimes. Oh, she would lose her from voice. From barking so much. Mm-hmm. But she used to bark the moment she realized she was getting her dinner. Oh, yeah. It was almost like she was every time, shouting at you to hurry it along. Yeah, every time she was trying to get fed, she would just tell you to fucking hurry, hurry up. up. put it on, hurry like, up. put it down right this second. I don't, like, yeah. demanded it. Yeah. Um, and now, obviously at that time, you know, you were quicker to be like, enough, peewee, stop. And yeah. even get agitated because a dog barking is agitating. It is. Oh, yeah, it is. But now that she's gone, when our dogs bark, it's almost like... It you don't doesn't mind as much. trigger you or annoy as much because no. you know it's not always going to be forever. Exactly. And it's especially... A, it's how they talk. Yeah. They don't mean it. Yeah. But you... Sometimes I find myself where our little dog Nala, she and I, takes over the barking. Mm-hmm. She likes to bark. Mm-hmm. And before, it would have annoyed me more. Mm-hmm. But now when she barks, you know, sometimes we both just laugh. Yeah. Or we're like, okay, Nala, because we know that... You laugh it off. Not to say we don't have to, like, train her not to bark at times but i'm just saying you don't let it annoy you as much because you also know that there's nothing i wouldn't give for a peewee to shout at me while i serve for dinner <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? definitely and and you know even even with the thing like you said i think also just having that awareness of mm-hmm. this is not forever yeah sometimes you know? we lose someone 
losing someone is inevitable but sometimes we lose them to teach us something that we're yeah. not aware of at the time yeah and that's why i think you know the value of this is happening for me can be placed in this yeah. situation it doesn't like, have to sign as morbid as like this person died from for me of no, course not of course not of no. course not but you can take this pain sucks life sucks yeah, sucks. yeah. you know this day this year this whatever sucks and i'm not saying you have to do this in the moment of the pain because you yeah. you can't you the pain is everything it overwhelms you but at some point you can look at it and think what did this teach me mm. it, what did this do for me not losing the person but what did losing this person do for me what yeah. new value did it get am i gonna decide to wake up earlier and live or am i gonna decide not to do the thing that maybe caused the person that i loved to, to pass away or you know what i mean it's like yeah, it teaches you like, a lesson about something and it does even if you don't think it does if you truly sit right now and you know if anyone's listening to this who has lost someone and you know wants to give this mm -hmm. a try truly sit in the moment and think of all the feelings and all the love and everything else but think about well what have i started doing differently or what i want to do differently or what have i learned yeah. from losing this person or even like you know when it comes to the person that you truly love so much what do they represent in your life? Mm -hmm. How can you carry on their legacy? Like I said to you, with, even though she was a dog, you know, she has taught me to live more in the present moment. So mm -hmm. every time I now take our dogs on a walk, love unconditionally. I'm in that moment. I'm literally saying to myself how lucky I am to be in this be moment in this right moment. now and constantly reflecting on that. Mm -hmm. right because i think a lot of times like i've mentioned in today's society we, we get so carried away we dissociate from the present moment we go on our phones we watch tv even when you're on a walk some people like i, I see people walking about on a walk they're just scrolling their yeah. phone and it's like be present and i'm not just talking about your dogs your your pets but like just in oh, general that, it's the same live thing with more you know we intentions yeah we you do as much as this might trigger people you do see parents out at dinner and you know the little kids are with them and parents are on the phones and i'm not saying we're not all guilty of it i have 100 percent set on my phone but mm -hmm. i mean they sit on their phone mm -hmm. maybe disengaged maybe the child's on the ipad and whatever but the point is is like if you lost that person yeah what moments would you change would exactly. you choose going on your phone over mm -hmm. that and that's i guess that's what you're yeah. kind of thing you're meaning i'm just talking about it in another way is exactly like you had the nail on the head with that one because it's like you know, it's don't, you know, people, again, the, the, the quote that people ruined for me is like, don't take, th you know, taking things for granted until they're gone. But it's so true. Like, oh, no, it's, it's like, it's played don't out because take it's true. things for granted until they're gone. Like, start appreciating them now before yeah. they're gone because they're, at some point they're going to be gone. There is lessons that we cannot learn until that moment comes. Exactly. A lesson that I, could not fathom was the one I talked about where I could wake up one day and in an hour and two hours and yeah. three hours my life could change. Yeah. And 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 the comparison and the gratitude to take away from that is that one day you wake up and you're like, Oh, you know, I'm in a bad mood and you go about your day and not trying to shift your state from like the negative state to to more positive empowering state and mm -hmm. instead of thinking, What can I do today to make today a better day? People yeah. just go on autopilot like, Oh fucking today sucks, right? Yep. But there's going to be a time where you're going to wake up and your day is really going to suck and you would do anything for your day to suck less, less. right? So it's like you yeah. also have to appreciate your sucks because yeah. the problems that we have now, like we get to have those problems, mm -hmm. right? For example, 
you know, I may wake up one day and have a, a you know, a, a sore back and I wake up, uh, you know, I get out of bed, I'm like, oh, my back's sore and mm-hmm. I complain about it all day and just mop about and feel that way. But in reality, there's people out there that would just do anything to get out of bed again. Yeah. Right? So it's again, like, appreciating that life sucks sometimes for you because but everyone's life sucks. be worse. Everyone's life sucks. Mm-hmm. But maybe your life doesn't suck as bad. Yeah. Right? And it, and it doesn't... But also, doesn't... you know, it's the same way I am a huge victim or was a huge victim to what we're talking about is it either happen, it's happening for you, not to you. Yeah. I was a huge victim to the it's happening to me. Yeah. I've had a lot of difficulties, a lot of struggles, a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. In my very small 27 years on this world. <laughs> and for the longest time, I could not fathom that things could happen, that, that this could be happening for me, not to me. Yeah. Even I remember when you told me it, I was thinking like, what a joke. How the hell could that be for me? I would do anything to not have that to happen to me. Yeah. And I am not saying that that is the case for everything. There's things that happen in life that, of course, absolutely are not happening for you mm. in the sense that there's some very serious things that can happen to people that, you know, they should never look them like, oh, that happened for me, as in it was meant to happen to them. Yeah. Of course, there will be lessons they'll take away from it and things that might change their life and whatever else. But I'm talking about there is a lot of things that we can learn that for that we mm. might not be aware of. And the truth is, is that if I didn't experience the things that I experienced throughout my life, I wouldn't be the person I am now. And I, not to toot my own horn, but I do think I have a lot of good qualities now that I've Mm. learned from my trauma. Yeah. Yeah. And I like what you said there, because to be honest, of everything you said, I think more people should toot their own horn. Yeah. Because I think we live in a society where like we play things down, like, you know, not to be big headed. Not to be yeah. full of myself, but looking back on your life alone, mm-hmm. you've been through so much fucking shit. Like yeah. I, I, I've known you for obviously nine years of, of us being together in a relationship, mm-hmm. but from the things obviously I heard and, and, you know, was told that like, you've been through a lot of shit in your life. Mm-hmm. So you are entitled to tooting your own, your, your own horn. Yeah. Same way everyone else should be entitled to tooting their own horns. Oh, yeah. Because when you look at the, your list of accomplishments in life, it's not always about like, oh, you know, I, I got a promotion and job, but that's very nice and all those things are good. You know, oh, I have loads of money. My, yeah, that's also very nice. But in reality, when you break it down, like those challenges, those traumas, those, those fucking struggles are all your accomplishments because you've been through them. Mm-hmm. You got over them. You got value out of them. It, it has made you stronger. Yep. So you're entitled to toot your own horn in it's a way. It's taught me lessons. Because, it's... you know, fucking, you deserve to be here today where you are today and you deserve to be successful in a way and i'm not yeah. i don't mean just successful like you know money or social media followers or whatever but i mean like successful in a way of like whatever that means for you whether it's happiness or or peace or or love or whatever because we all go through shit in life and instead of always thinking like you know using it as a way because you've been through trauma maybe that makes you feel like you're not good enough yeah. or maybe if you're going through some fucking a relationship that someone has made you feel like yeah. you're a piece of shit instead of thinking like oh well that, that's that's the way it is look at it in a way of like you've been through that traumatic event you've been through that struggle and challenge that doesn't define who you are but that certainly adds to your self-worth because you've been through that mm-hmm. and you overcome that and, and that, that's not easy to go through 
So oh, instead no. of always being, like you said, being stuck in that victim mindset of everything's happening to me, Definitely. it's actually switching it to look how fucking far I have come. Yeah, I think if that's a my lot evidence. Of, if a lot more people actually looked at the traumatic things or the, the things that have happened to them over their lives in the sense of like, wow, look what I overcame. Yeah. Look what I lived through. Look mm-hmm. what I grew from they would start to see that trauma differently. Not that it wouldn't still have been hard, but you do see it in a way of there's might be some things you think, I can't do. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. But when you compare them to some of the situations you've been through in your life Mm -hmm. and you've came through and you might have came through it completely 100% alone. Yeah, exactly. You can do them little things that you think I couldn't because you're not looking at your trauma like, wow, look what I came through, yeah. look what I survived. I can do this example, a cold plunge. Yeah. Ugh, the cold plunge. Yeah, so so for, for a bit of context to anyone who's listening, I've been cold plunging. Mm-hmm. I've been on the cold plunge, ever cold water. Yeah, cold for, plunge for cult. Cold, <laughs> cold water cult for, for over two years and... That's something I've been really encouraging mm-hmm. you to do because I always say, you know, yep. how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if you can overcome, you know, you, you have yeah. enough evidence of the things you've overcome, cold plunge should not be an issue, right? Because Exactly. But the truth is when I stand in that cold plunge before I dip myself, yeah, every single part of my brain, yeah. every single part of my body, and it, it's not going to be this way for everyone, but it screams for me not to do it. Yeah. Like, I mean... I want to cry because I just don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. But then when I looked at it today, I was sending you voice messages. And when I looked at it today and I thought, you know, when I start looking at things in my life that I have done, yeah, things that have maybe been painful or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think how the hell could I not dip my body into that cold water when I have done X, Y, and Z in your life. And it makes me realize that I can I hundred percent I can. It's my brain trying to stop me. Yeah. And a lot of times in life that is what we do, whether it be pursuing a career and worrying, but I don't want to be judged. Mm. Or whether it's doing a cold plunge because you're like, Oh, I don't I wouldn't want to be cold. Yeah. Or whether it's you know Oh yeah, we, we let our fears, limit beliefs and our brain get on our in our own way. Like sometimes, you know, I think a good good representation of that is is like I, it's 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 from a book I, I was listening to on audible is you the person that you're looking back i sorry i'm gonna butcher this so bad but i'm gonna try yeah. wrap it up in a nice bow but the person that you're staring at in the mirror is either going to be your best friend or is going to be your biggest enemy yeah because it's like that person's either going to stop you from doing the things mm-hmm. that you want to do like you've mentioned the fears and limiting beliefs or that person is going to look at all your accomplishments, yeah. your challenges, your struggles you've been through in life, and it's going to push you forward. Yeah. And another way also to look at that is when you look in the mirror and you think the things you think about yourself, you also have to think, are they my thoughts about myself or are they thoughts other people have made me think about myself? Yep. Challenge those thoughts and beliefs and in, 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 in your own belief system. Let's because let's say... You do something, someone criticizes you, someone bullies you, someone makes you feel bad about it. Your brain takes that in and doesn't see that like, whatever, that's their opinion, not mine. Yeah. I love what I'm doing. I love who I am or, you know, whatever. Your brain takes in that 
that event you had that fear that shame that embarrassment that whatever you felt mm-hmm. and instantly just goes to protect don't ever feel that way again yeah so that might come out as you're not good enough or well i'm never gonna try to be a youtube influencer again because a bunch of girls were you know being rude about me and being cheeky about me it made me feel so uncomfortable that your brain instantly goes to like you're not good enough to do that or that's embarrassing or whatever because it's just trying to protect you from feeling that feeling again yeah but the truth is is when you look at yourself and you think the things are they truly coming from you or has it something that someone might have told you when you were 12 years old or told you when you were 15 or 20 or 25 or whatever Mm -hmm. depending on the age you are is it something someone else has told you at some point yeah that now your brain reflects on is what you think about yourself exactly no you 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 wrap that up really in a, in a good way because that's that's what it comes down to it's like you know you have to create your own belief system at some point because the one that if, if it's not pushing you forward it doesn't serve you anymore you have to look at the past things that you've been told and realize they're not your own and that doesn't define who you are nope. rather than looking at your past and thinking what did the, what these people like say to me or how do they make me feel look at it in a way of like i have overcome that mm-hmm. so that makes me that makes me stronger it doesn't doesn't mean that the people because they said it means that's the truth right it's just a belief system that they probably were projecting from their own insecurities oh, right 100 people who do that people who judge people who make people feel bad they are doing it from their own trauma yeah 100 percent. if not you wouldn't do it Exactly. You just wouldn't. I'm not saying that you can't have your own opinions, but the people who voice them and make other people feel bad, yeah. those people have their own traumas. That exactly. has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Because honestly, there is not a day where I would ever want to actively put someone down. No. Never. And, and you know, and even sometimes when you feel like you're judging someone, like, you know, we all we are all guilty. Again, opinions. Mm-hmm. We, we're all guilty of like judging someone before and whatever else but like the, the more you can again internalize it to look at it in a way it's happening for you because if you're judging someone they're most likely shining security onto you mm-hmm. so the quicker you can be like okay depending on the situation well of course, of course but what i'm saying to you majority of the time that's what happens mm-hmm. with the with our own insecurities that are yes yeah, so you're by maybe judging a girl who's out there putting herself out there and yeah. posting or recording herself doing something and you're like mm cringy or this or yeah. that it's probably because you wouldn't have the guts to do that to and do you it yourself so therefore you. you're you resent it without realizing you're doing it yep so it's it's again it's self-understanding and, and using that as a way to push you forward um but i mean that was a that was a great conversation for today's yeah, episode i really enjoyed talking to you about these things I and hopefully talking to you too. whoever has listened to has got some value from the things yes you said. i hope whoever listened in got value or, or just enjoy listening to us or even just pass some time because i know i'm a junkie for a good podcast while i'm working yeah showering getting ready doing whatever walking yeah so I, even I, if we help someone pass their day in is yeah still we a appreciate win. you we appreciate you listening as i say if you are into self-improvement self-help personal development you know chatting 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 away listen to some relatable conversations you know human psychology human behavior traumas and just things just that are less more like, in the dark. like listening to people's life experiences because i love yeah listening to people's life experiences i could honestly sit and listen to someone's life and what they've been through and yeah you know i love hearing other people's stories 
yeah i absolutely. love finding if i there's something i relate to or something i don't relate to or i can't believe it happened or whatever so even if you just enjoyed yeah or enjoy listening to experiences we have a lot of them we have we have a more common in, in, in upcoming episodes mm-hmm. so be sure to follow subscribe whatever you do on spotify and yes, apple podcast whatever whatever you guys get up to um but yeah with that being said my intention for anyone who was listening to this i want to leave you on a positive note as always so like i said one key takeaway from the things that are going on is realize that things are happening for you mm-hmm. and look at your past experiences and all the tr- tr- you know struggles Definitely. and pain and use them as a way to push you forward rather than yeah. hold you back teach you a lesson exactly and what, whether you've been through trauma or whatever else allow that to learn you or sorry teach you whatever you have to learn from that yeah. right so with that being said appreciate you listening appreciate until you. the next one bye bye